What is up, everyone? This is Ian from Synonauts. Uh, as you can tell by the title of this here episode, obviously we're not doing a standard Synonauts episode this week, but we are giving you a behind the scenes or sneak preview uh, of my appearance on our friends Bat and Spider's Black Dungeon subscriber only episodes. So you know the guys at Bat and Spider, Dale and Chuck. Um, they were on our Bruce Lee episode, and Dale's been on for Days to Confuse, and most recently, Wet Hot American Summer. But you know what? If you go to code-fi.com, that's ko-fi.com slash bat and spider, you can donate any amount of money, a dollar, $10, $100, whatever you want, one time or monthly to the fellows over at Bat and Spider, and you get access to their special Black Dungeon subscriber-only episodes and a special channel in their Discord, uh, which is obviously very cool. So if you go there now, you can listen to me talking about Miami Connection, which is a killer movie. Uh, you can also check out the boys from Dune Pot on there. Jonesy Loves Beer and Slim, host of 70 Millimeter, all have guest episodes on there, which you can check out if you donate, uh, again, just one time, over at codeshv.com slash Bat and Spider. Um, but instead, you can listen to 10 minutes of my episode with the boys about Miami Connection right here, right now. If you like it, again, head over to codeshv.com slash Bat and Spider and hear the rest of it. Thanks. Hope you enjoy. Bat and Spider. Well, Chuck, here we are on the road. We took the, you know... We're so desperate for guests that Ian only agreed to do this if we took the show on the road. So we packed up the sex, the sex, the sex dungeon. Why did I? Why did I call it the sex dungeon? Jesus Christ! Uh, We packed up the black dungeon Mm -hmm. and we took it on the road. We put we packed it in one of those pods. It's inflatable pods. The dungeon. Yeah, and uh, here we are in Seattle, Mm. um, home of uh, humidity. No, it's not. It's actually not too humid oh, okay. right now. It's it's uh ho- it's it's getting hotter and hotter now because we Ian's locked in mm-hmm. in the stirrups. Yep. He's, he's, <laughs> we've been uh, transfusing his blood with with decrepit, disgusting old blood <laughs> um, because that was one of the easier torture methods. But the jo- oh, the jokes so on you because uh, out of blood. You know, you guys expected me to be screaming and crying watching this film, mm-hmm. but jokes yeah. on you, I asked just to throw it on one more time once the credits rolled. <laughs> I know, you s- and <laughs> I, I was so angry with myself after that. Uh, this week on the Black Dungeon, we watched The Miami Connection. None of us have seen this before, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in fact, Ian and I bought the 4K. Great restoration from Vinegar Syndrome, I will say. Like, it looked incredible. I, I did not watch that one. I watched the, uh, I guess, the Draft House version, which was on Hoopla, my library's digital oh. service. Yeah, and, and I, not to spoil too much of the convo, but, like, uh, I was reading that the this movie almost got lost because I guess the original print was, like, caught in a fire. And mm. so they lost several scenes, and the Draft House had to, like, repair it. So we don't have the Vincent version without this Draft House version, which also has... Mm. A cool story behind it, but oh, nice. my God, the blessings of other dorks trying to save extremely 100%. niche movies. One hundred percent. Chuck, what's Miami Connection about? Miami Connection is about 
you know, just what it's like to live in Florida in 1987, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's what it's like, you know, when you have a band, you know, and your whole band is really into Taekwondo, and you all live together, and you, you know, and you're fighting rival bands, and drug dealers and your you know your girlfriend's older brother who's like super overbearing and you all go to college together and you all wear the the central florida university's uh shirts when you go to college every day you all wear the, the same merch you know yeah and and you find out in the middle of all this that you your bandmates are your best friends in the entire world and mm. you just you i don't even know if you know it at the time but you're living the best years of your life. And and someone shoots a movie calling it Miami Connection, and it's just about pals, you know? Pals being pals. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie's about. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. Now, and, and I know this, so it's funny because Ian brought up the Draft House connection, but I kind of remember this movie just bubbling to the surface probably in 2010, 2012, and I, I just figured it was word of mouth eventually making it to me. You know, it's been out since 87 or whatever, but it just, word of mouth finally hit Twitter and finally got to me. But it turns out, basically, the Draft House saved this movie around that time, 2010 or 2012, something like that. And it was just like a huge smash once they showed it at their cinemas, and it just kind of blew up, and re- and the movie resurfaced since then. Yeah. Yeah, my, my history was this. I, the reason I never watched it until now... I think I got it mixed up in my mind grapes with another movie. I think Kung Fury, mm. which is like a, it's like a Neo mm. bad garbage movie. Like it's like, mm. you know, they made it a few years ago, but it's like trying to capture the essence of these yeah. movies. And I'm always like, eh, with, I don't, you know, I don't want to, Yeah, I want to, I want to watch the real deal. So, I mean, that's on me for not doing my research, but uh, yeah. And th- that coupled with a little bit of the hype, I think. Yeah, I, I I talked about this when Dale came on Synonauts, uh last week or two weeks ago, and yeah, I, I had heard about this also. I think I'm assuming at the same time you guys did sort of, you know, a midnight movie type thing, but I just like never got around to it. And again, mm-hmm. I could sort of avoided it because like there's no way this movie is as good as like everyone is saying. But right, turns out it absolutely it is. delivers. <laughs> turns out loved it. Turns out it's a it's amazing. And it's, yeah. I like, I can't, I know, uh, you know, a technical advisor, Slim, like, loves it. I know it's a five-banger, instant five-banger for him, but it, I know, I think he even has a Dragon Sound t-shirt. And oh, he does? Just, wow. Yeah. And I, it just makes complete sense because this movie, for, it's amazing and it's about friendship. And, you know, for all the, like, the bloodiness of it and mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the, the uh, confrontations, it's about togetherness and friendship and, and always having each other's back and being in a band it's just like i i, I couldn't recommend it enough i mean it's just just fantastic yeah i mean it's about friends through eternity loyalty honesty and they'll stick together <laughs> through thick and thin I'll tell you that much yeah is that a, is that a song lyric Ian? Yeah, that that's, that's the like song that's like okay. friends through eternity loyalty honesty <laughs> I knew there was a, a, I knew there was a musical aspect. Like I knew there, you know, the friends had a band, but I was pleasantly surprised to see how much music was in this. Cause it's like, yeah, it's very much like, you know, this is 1987. So they're like, obviously they're like, yeah, man, we can just 
have like five songs be played in this movie. This is the it's the MTV era, you know. Everyone loves mm-hmm. rock and roll, and we're just gonna play full songs, um, <laughs> like yeah. the whole thing, four <laughs> yeah, minutes, yeah. multiple four, you know. And four it's fantastic. Songs. I I wasn't bored. I was like, yeah, I was watching no. these guys rip the stage up, uh, having a blast. Some of them <laughs> you could tell knew how to play. Some of them couldn't. <laughs> yeah, there is some offensively bad fake music, but <laughs> yeah. the guitar player, the guy who looked like uh, John Oates. John Oates, he, I think he, I'm assuming he like wrote the music or like, cause he looked like he was like actually playing the guitar yeah. solos and stuff. But you Look know, the thing with like- Ian, Ian, uh, Ian makes me sick. He's so musically inclined <laughs> that he's, I, I can't stand that you focused in on that and you can I, tell right away. I always do that. I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm just always interested to find out like who's actually playing what. Yeah. Yeah. And actually- not to go too far off go the too far. dungeon go. and bat 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 and spider brain spider spider uh, the movie Coco mm. uh, oh. is one hundred percent accurate like one hundred percent like I'm, I'm I haven't looked it up but I guarantee you they had like the actual guitar players like as reference points because everything that little kid is doing is 100% you mean like what you like strumming the like playing yeah the, the strumming and, and the fingers yeah it's all like, one hundred percent accurate which is very very cool. <laughs> Also, the depiction of the afterlife. <laughs> I thought you were saying they recreated a scene from Miami Connection in the Coco movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Just no. The, yeah, I, w- I was trying to figure out if it was him. Um, and then I, I, I came across this funny issue that I'm assuming you guys come across often. Is that one like, you know, movies like this where like the plot gets a little jumbled and you kind of forget people's names. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you go on IMDb, most of these people have only done one movie or zero yeah. movies. Oh, yeah, so yeah. like over half the faces are missing. So I'm actually like <laughs> unsure who is like, you know, who is who in these things. But I'm, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that's a problem you guys have like over, what, 80% of the time where you don't get most of the faces in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially this movie because every, all the guys were just like Tom, John, <laughs> yeah, Paul, Jane, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the two that really stood out were, um, were uh, John Oates and Beto O'Rourke was the bassist. <laughs> stretched out guy yeah and you the know stretched out guy famous, I, I, <laughs> famous punk him, rock guitar player yeah 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 i called him uh i think he was um john stockton <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> he was yeah, so that, tall whenever they would pull back and have a shot where he was standing next to everyone it was like man that guy huge. is frankenstein yeah yeah he also kind of looked like eli manning to me he has that <laughs> eli manning looking face mm-hmm. after after i watched the movie i like went deep into like researching like everything Good. I could find. So like YK Kim, who is Mark, who like wrote the movie, stars in it, produced it, etc. Like everyone in this movie, they're they were like so YK Park opened up like what what is now one of the biggest like Taekwondo studios, Fran- I guess. Wow. Mm-hmm. Or franchises like in the world. And yeah. it started in wow. Orlando. Um and so all the people in the movie like were his students. Uh, I kind of oh had that God. feeling. Yes. Yeah. I got to say though, I mean, I don't know about you. I'm going to jump to this part of the movie. The one thing nope. about this movie that bothered me was YK Kim. His name is Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His willingness and his friend's willingness to let them, let Mark put his toes on their, on the, their faces and <laughs> pull them around by their, their nose. Horrifying. By his feet. Oh no. Hor- horrible. Yeah. More than perfect e- stuff, even on stage in a club <laughs> for entertainment. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's it. That's the preview. Doesn't that sound fun?
Uh, if you want to hear the rest of the episode, go to co-fee.com slash Thanks for listening. Synonauts will be back next week. Bye.